welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 25, Breastfeeding Past Your Baby's First Birthday. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hello, hello. Can I just tell you that being a mom is tricky. (laughs) My kids are nine, seven, and five, and there's still so many tricky parts about being a mom. So listen, if there is nothing else that you get out of this podcast today, just remember that you are doing great work. You are doing the best you can. And you know what? At the end of the day, sometimes if I just kept my kids alive and fed, (laughs) then I call that a success. But you know what? I know you're a great mom because you are here. You are listening to this podcast today. So you are open to learning. You are open to growing. You are open to improvements. And of course, as with anything in this world, there's going to be things that are said on this podcast or anywhere else, (laughs) any, any corner of Instagram that you go to, there's going to be things that were they may not be for you. So of course, as you are listening, you can take the information that works for you and your family and you can leave behind the information that isn't going to work for you. But I have some fun, fun topics planned for today. Some great tips that not only I'm going to offer to you, but also my friend Allegra Gast. She is going to be a guest on the podcast today, and she has so much great information in store for you. This is one of my Instagram friends, right? You know how you get to know people on social media and you feel like you know them, right? Because you see their stories, their videos, their pictures, the way that they talk on Instagram and you just feel like you know them even though you've never met them in real life. Well, Allegra is one of those friends that I have met because she also is an IBCLC. So she works in the same world that I do. She has a lot of the same passions that I do. But the reason that I asked her on specifically is she is not only an IBCLC, she is also a dietitian and she's also a postpartum doula. So maybe we'll invite her on again later to talk about some of her postpartum doula work. (laughs) But today specifically, I wanted her to chat with you all about the dietitian side, about how breastfeeding and dietitian work go hand in hand. Because as you guys know, I'm not only an IBCLC, I'm also a registered nurse, and I also love to teach about infant massage. So I love to incorporate 
things that I've learned from those other aspects into the work that I do with breastfeeding. So I knew that Allegra could bring in a really fun perspective with her dietitian background. So in that regard, she can speak better to today's topic than even I can. I wanted her to chat about breastfeeding past one year of age because a lot of you reach out to me and you say, hey, my baby is turning one. Do I need to stop breastfeeding and give cow's milk? Or you say things like, hey, my baby has turned one. What sort of schedule should I be following? How often does my baby need to be breastfeeding now? Is breast milk even necessary? Do babies really only need it for the first year? Now that my baby's one, do I need to stop and just give a bottle? Is it okay for my baby to be at the breast? What if she starts getting teeth? (laughs) Have you ever had one of these questions as well? I bet you have because like I said, when I start getting comments, emails, DMs (laughs) from you all asking these questions. I know that there's a hundred others of you who have the same question who just haven't sent it over to me yet. So I am so excited to share Allegra with you all today. She runs a really successful business herself. She also is making it work as a mama and as an entrepreneur. And I think it's so cool that in this space that we can lift each other up and help support each other's businesses. And I know that she has some helpful information to offer to you all. So here we go. Here is Allegra. She is going to share her top three tips for breastfeeding past one year of age. I know you are going to love her. Here she is. Hey everyone, my name is Allegra Gast and I'm a registered dietitian, international board certified lactation consultant and postpartum doula. I run an in-person and virtual private practice called Aloha Nutrition, where I help moms and families with their breastfeeding and nutrition goals. I have a huge passion for helping moms in the postpartum period because when they take care of themselves, when they feel better, they can be a better parent and take better care of their baby. I started my private practice in Hawaii, which is why I named it Aloha Nutrition. And Aloha means love, love and affection. And what greater love than a mother's love? You know, moms bend over backwards for their babies. They go through cracked nipples, periods of postpartum depression and anxiety. Um, You know, they eliminate foods from their diet all for their baby. So there's so much love for a baby, for their babies. So my passion is really just to help moms in this postpartum period because it is hard. So I just wanted to thank Brianne for inviting me to talk to you all about breastfeeding. And I wanted to talk about breastfeeding past one years old. So I currently do have a almost two-year-old baby, daughter, toddler. She's not a baby anymore, but a toddler. And we are still breastfeeding. And there are so many benefits of breastfeeding past one. So a lot of people think that, okay, once your baby turns one years old, you need to wean and introduce cow's milk or some other form of milk, but really you can continue breastfeeding. So 
The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends breastfeeding till one years old, but the World Health Organization recommends breastfeeding till at least two years old. And there's been a bunch of anthropologists that have gone around the world that have looked at different cultures, and they've actually found that as if you don't interfere with a baby's self-weaning process, they'll actually continue to breastfeed until three to seven years old. So I think seven years old is a little late, but hey, all the power to you. But you know, as long as you're not interfering, it's very normal for babies to continue breastfeeding. So I wanted to go over some of the benefits of breastfeeding past one years old. So the first year, breast milk is the main source of baby's nutrition and food fills in the gap, you know, at six months old. And then after one, food is the main source of their nutrition and breast milk fills in the gap. So a lot of times babies, you know, at the stroke of one years old, the stroke of midnight, they're not all of a sudden going to just eat a whole bunch of foods. So breastfeeding really helps fill in those nutritional gaps. And according to um, Derwey, who is a scientist, researchers, uh, they published an article in the Pediatric Clinic of North America, and they found that in the second year of life, so from 12 to 23 months old, just 16 ounces of breast milk provides 29% of energy requirements, 43% of protein requirements, 36% of calcium requirements, 75% of vitamin A, 76% of folate, 94% of vitamin B12, and 60% of vitamin C requirements. So you can see that just breastfeeding 16 ounces, which maybe that's like two to three times a day, is providing so many nutrients and so much of baby's um, requirements. So not only is breast milk providing this, but breast milk continues to provide antibodies, hormones, enzymes, nutrients. And mom is also benefiting from this long-term um long-term breastfeeding. So for mom, there's a decreased risk of diabetes and breast cancer. Um, it also helps with mom's mood. So overall, there are so many benefits to breastfeeding past one year old. So obviously we do want to encourage more solid foods after one year old, um, but you can certainly breast continue to breastfeed your toddler. So what does that look like in a day? So, you know, as, as baby continues to eat more solids, how often should you breastfeed? And really, there's no right or wrong answer. It really comes down to the families and up to baby. You know, I always encourage baby to lead the breastfeeding relationship. So for us, for me, my toddler, she nurses about three to four times a day. So in the morning, before her nap time, after her nap time, and then maybe if she falls down and she has a boo-boo, <laughs> she'll want to breastfeed for comfort, and then at nighttime before bed. But some families, it might just be in the morning and at nighttime. Other families, it might be like every two to three hours. It might be a snack. So, you know, there's no right or wrong answer. Um, breast milk, because breastfeeding is all supply and demand, your body will adjust how much to make based off of what the requirement is, based off what the demand is. So as your baby eats more, your body will continue to make more. As your 
baby eats less, your body will continue, will make less. So it'll all adjust. So really the best thing is just going off of what your baby wants and what your baby needs. Um, uh, I know there's always concerns about teething and biting. And if a baby is correctly latched onto the breast and is successfully breastfeeding, they really should not be biting. So biting can be when they're getting distracted. It could be towards the end of the feeding. Um, it could be because they're trying to get your attention. So maintaining eye contact can be helpful. Um, sometimes their teeth, like the upper teeth, will cause little indents in your breast. And I usually recommend trying different positions like if you're kind of if baby is leaning downward um, and putting more pressure then you might want to elevate your toddler a little bit more so it's kind of just playing around and finding what is working you know babies are always changing your body is changing so I would just kind of try to figure out what works for you I do want to say that Breastfeeding is a relationship between you and your baby, you and your toddler. So just because the outside world says otherwise, just because you might get advice from a pediatrician to wean and give cow's milk or other milk, or maybe you have a mother-in-law that is telling you to start weaning, this is between you and your baby. So you do what you feel is right for you and your family. As you know, there are so many benefits of breastfeeding. Um, right now we're in flu season um, and with COVID. So you're just continuing to provide those antibodies and strengthening your baby's immune system. So I really encourage you to keep going and just trust the process. Trust you and your baby. Go with what feels comfortable for you. Um, and, you know, you're a rock star. <laughs> you're doing a great job, Mama. And I know it can be really hard. So... Just to recap on those three tips, so breast milk provides a substantial amount of nutrients requirements for your toddler. Um, the rest of the world and, and a lot of different cultures, as long as you're not interrupting with the weaning process, babies or toddlers will continue going until three years old. Um, and of course that varies from toddler, but it's it's basically an average what they've found. And then lastly, breastfeeding is a relationship between you and your baby, and you need to find what works for you. All right. I hope this was a quick, you know, fun fact, fun tips, and I hope to see you. You can check me out at aloha.nutrition on Instagram. I have a bunch of different stories there. I post a lot of things on breastfeeding as well as nutrition. So thank you so much, and thank you so much, Brianne. Take care. Bye. See what I'm talking about, guys? Isn't she just the best? I am so grateful that she spent the time to record those top three tips for you. Because, listen, I know that so many of you have questions on this exact topic. Didn't you love that she is in the throes of this right now? She is breastfeeding a two-year-old. Which part of her tips were you most surprised at? <laughs> Was it the part where she said that most babies don't naturally wean until three to seven years? Probably a bit of surprise. I don't know about you where you live, but I don't often see older babies breastfeeding that often. And, you know, it may just be because they aren't doing it in public as much and they are just doing it more at home. So just know 
that you can take this information and you can decide when you want to wean. But please, please, please do not feel pressured to wean at one year. It's not like your baby turns one year of age and all the benefits of breast milk suddenly just poof, disappear into thin air. No, no, no. You can continue to breastfeed as long as both you and your baby are loving it. So again, her top three tips were number one, breast milk provides the nutrients and antibodies your baby needs even past one. Number two, there is no schedule or requirements past one. You can feed as little or as much as you want. Number three, do what you and your baby want. Breastfeeding is between the two of you and nobody else. Oh, giant amen for that one. Listen, I am going to link Allegra's Instagram and her website in the show notes because I know you guys are going to want more of her and what she has to offer. Because as you can tell, she is a real expert when it comes not only to breastfeeding, but also in the nutrition aspect of this all. And you know, it's so funny. I was just getting ready to record this podcast episode and I thought, Hey, do you know what? I wonder if Allegra would share a discount code that is exclusive to just my followers. So I sent her a quick DM and she was so kind to say, yeah, I would love to give your listeners a discount to a product that I offer on my website. So here we go. I mean, listen, so what Allegra has put together, she was so smart to do this because she knows that moms in the postpartum period are running on fumes. (laughs) A lot of times they're not nourishing their body with all the nutrients that they need. And they're kind of just grabbing whatever snacks are quick and on hand. And a lot of times their bodies are just feeling very sluggish and slow because not only do you have a newborn (laughs) that you are caring for and nourishing, a lot of times you're not getting as much sleep as you're used to and you're recovering after giving birth. So she has been so smart to put together a four week meal plan. And my favorite part is that you can batch work your meals and plan ahead of time, which you guys know I'm all about. I'm all about batch working and just making things as simple as possible. So listen, if you would like to check out Allegra's four week meal plan, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. And if you use code breezy babies, you get 15% off. Thank you Allegra so much for sharing that discount code. I know that mamas are going to want to grab this plan because, oh, I don't know about you all, but trying to figure out what's for dinner every night is hard enough for me. And I don't even have a young baby. (laughs) I'm only in charge of nourishing my own body right now. I'm not currently breastfeeding and planning meals are tricky. So lucky for you, she knows all of the nutrients that you need and so that is going to be so beneficial for you all. 
listen, thank you so much for listening in to this podcast. I hope that you left with some real tangible advice. I love to keep these podcasts just short, simple to the point, because that is how I like to operate as well. I have been getting DMS from you all saying that you love listening in to the podcast. I even had one of you say um, that you listened to this on one of your flights and you went through some turbulence and it just was nice to have a relaxing, um, constant voice to listen to when you're going through the turbulence. And then just this last week, I was on a flight myself with some serious turbulence and I was just trying to keep it together and telling myself not to throw up on this plane. (laughs) And I was thinking about how nice it would have been to have a nice constant voice in my ear as well, just kind of talking me through it. But instead I just relied on my essential oils, just breathing those in and telling myself, please do not throw up. (laughs) But I love hearing from you all. And finding out when you listen to this podcast and what you love most about it. Of course, if you leave a review here on Apple, that helps so that other moms can find this podcast as well. It just takes what one minute, two minutes to do. And I would so appreciate it. Of course, I have to leave you by saying you are smart. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next week.